Blog Talk Radio. PopRocksRadio.com, its advertisers and sponsors do not deny or endorse the statements of show guests and all allegations and or accusations are originated and made responsible from the guest and or advertiser involved. PopRocksRadio.com are not responsible for the validity or accuracy of any Pop Rocks Radio talk show guest or advertiser, written quotes, or verbal statements that are released through the media to the general public. With that being said, enjoy the show! Welcome to the show. This is pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I want to uh, thank everybody for all the messages and emails and all of that. Um, yeah, it's been a, a zany week, a zany week, and continues to, this one uh, continues along that same path, it seems like, um, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, oh, yeah, man, I want to... I don't know how you guys' uh, business and whatnot goes. Mine, when it rains, it pours. And, um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm digging the rain. I, I, I got to do it. <laughs> I like all the work. Um, but it uh, it just gets a little, uh, got to keep those plates spinning, folks. Got to keep all those plates spinning. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. We've got a really cool guest on today. Uh, she's an author. She's uh, written a very cool uh, biography, and um, it's just, uh, it, it's called, uh, her name is Deborah S. Gates, and the book is called Woman of Many Names. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome her to the show. Deborah, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing great. Doing great. And enjoying this nice, you know, Deborah, I understand you're here in Florida as well. I'm in, uh, I'm a little south of you. Um, on the other coast, but, you know, I imagine you enjoy it as much as I do. Um, all these Facebook and Instagram posts from people up north freezing oh. their tails off, man. It's pretty nice yeah. down here. I can't, yeah. I can't complain. It's been awful, yes. We, we, we do have beautiful, beautiful weather. You know, I got hit pretty hard by that last uh, Ian that came through. And oh, had, we yeah. got quite a bit of damage. I mean, I mean, my home was livable through all of it. Trust me, I, I did, wasn't that bad. But, um, you know, people would say, oh, are you ready to move now? And I said, no, that's just part of the price you pay to live in paradise. You know, we yeah, live absolutely. in paradise. We truly do. Absolutely. You know, it's it's weird. I am not from Florida. I actually moved here about 10 years ago. You know, came to visit a friend, met a girl. Now I'm here. Um, <laughs> an old story, you know. Uh, but... You know, the interesting thing, hurricanes, I never really experienced anything like that. I've lived out in California. I've lived all over, but uh, a lot of, a big chunk of my uh, life has been out in uh, Southern California. Earthquakes are sudden and quick. They'll wake you up at yeah. four in the morning. A hurricane now, you know about yeah. it a week and a half in advance, and it moves yeah. like a, your doom moves so slow towards you, and you're like, oh, yeah. what more could I, I do? do. I grew up in the Midwest, and we have tornadoes up there, a thing called tornadoes. And, and I've been through four of them in the eye of two. Mm. And I tell you, uh, it's like the storms find me. I don't know what it is. I I'm telling you. Maybe. I'm not real sure. <laughs> but I don't know. But I tell you, that Ian was, was nasty. You know, we were we were seeing it on the news, and we knew we know people over there and whatnot. But it's one thing, because you got to – after you've lived in Florida a little bit, honestly, you kind of get this, eh, it's a Hurricane 3. Well, that's bad, but yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put up the shutters yeah. yet, because that's a lot of work. You know, you kind of get this, this apathy yeah. that goes on. And that was wiped out for me because I'm seeing uh, images of, you know, Kevin yeah. Cruiser in- yachts on top of yeah. houses. I, I lived stuff, in you know? uh, Lee, Lee County, and we were hit 
the oh, hardest man. of all. I was, and uh, I had contracted influenza A probably about mm. 24 hours before it hit. I or 42 somewhere around there. I couldn't move. I was I was stuck here. And right before it hit, it dawned on me what I had done that I hadn't been able to escape this this storm. And I and I started you know crying and praying and I said. Okay, well, I guess you wanted me here for a reason, and I rolled over and went back to sleep and uh, woke up. You know, it was crazy outside. My dog was pacing. It's like, hey, well, I'm here for a reason. I don't know what it was. Still don't know what it was, but uh, one day the creator will reveal all. I'm telling you, man. I am telling you that the first hurricane I went through here, and uh, we bought that we, um, me and my wife, we bought this house, and. Um, immediately it had the jealousy windows, you know, very old Florida. And um, my wife's like, those won't do. And I'm like, okay. So a very expensive uh, install later of hurricane proof windows um, that I complained about. I complained nonstop about it. I was nope. the bear to be around. And I'm like, Oh, I can't believe we just spent this much money. Da-da-da-da-da, you know, and work really hard for my money. You know, we all do. And I was just bitching up a storm. And I'll tell you, that first hurricane, I'm inside, I'm drinking a cup of coffee, looking out at uh, all the palm trees whipping around. And I'm going, eh, I kind of like my uh, hurricane windows here. Yep. Glad I spent that yep. money. <laughs> you know? Yeah, when you, when you see those palm trees bend in half, you know you got a problem out there. Yeah. For sure. I didn't want to mm-hmm. be out in it. No. No. <laughs> Although I did. I will. This is very funny. I will admit, I did go out in it because one of the screens, and who knew that a screen for a window was 100 bucks had started to come off. It was like halfway off. And I'm like, tie a rope around my waist. I'm going out. I got to save this screen. I got to save that 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> my wife was having kittens. She was not happy with me, but I did. And it's yeah. funny, when the, when the storm subsided, our neighbors were like, because they were looking out their windows, too. And they're like, yeah, we saw you go out. What were you doing? I had to save the screen, hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, but it was okay, and so was I. So yeah, it's crazy. Hey, let me ask you now: Were you always? Is this your first book? Were you always a writer? Like when you were a a young lass, were you? Did you say, author? That's what I'm going to do when I grow up. <clears throat> Never did I imagine myself as an author of any sort. Um, I did have a flair for the dramatics in school in my writing. Um, Mm. but you know, poems, I wrote some poems, no, never published anything. And my mother had saved some and I found them the other day and I went, oh my gosh, I I was a writer as a child. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, no, I I had no plans to be an author and it was uh, totally by accident. I had, was writing down the stories that I'd been told. You were a writer as a youngster. You were writing just, poetry. Uh, you know, not professionally, but just, um, you know, a writer at heart. I guess I had a flair for it and, uh, you know, more dramatics than anything, I would say. And then as a, a um, an adult, I did help write um, descriptions for plants and things for catalogs. So I guess in a well, way, me. maybe, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I love That's working with plants, cool. plants and animals, yeah, flora and fauna. <laughs> Loved it. Well, we live in the right state for that. Oh, my gosh. It yeah. is uh, yeah. fantastic. When the pandemic happened, I was never a gardener. I was never a gardener uh, until the pandemic, and uh, I got into it. And now yeah. – um, and another reason I got into all this gardening is, is purely selfish. We have a giant backyard, and – it was just a bear to mow, you know? I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's so hot in the summer. And now half the backyard is a big, giant garden. So Nice. I I enjoy working. uh, You know, the more stone you can use, too, you can use uh, rock and stone in some highly interesting ways to really sound on that uh, process. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Interesting and cool. And you're an artist, so you know how to do that. Just saying, if I can do it oh, without being an artist, you can do it. So I'm telling you, Deborah, it was so funny. After the uh, hurricane, um, 
and and we got hit. We had a lot of flooding over here, but nothing like over on your guys. Did I? But right. our neighbors, we have these zany neighbors who decided they uh, didn't like. They, they bought this house. It had a faux flagstone driveway, and they didn't. They they hated it. So they're like, hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have the guys take this up, and then we're gonna put down uh, pavers. I'm like, yeah, it sounds great, you know, like every other house in the neighborhood. But that's me. Um, you guys do you. Anyway, uh, they're like, do you have any connections? They always come to me because I seem to know a lot of people. Uh, I don't know how that is, but it just seems to be the thing. But they said, do you know anybody where we can get a big, giant uh, trash thing? Yeah, uh, like, like a, you know, the, the big things they pull up to construction sites. Yeah, a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, they're all over. I mean, you know, I don't know anybody personally, but I would imagine you just call somebody up. And they're like, well, no, because they're all over on the other, on your coast, Deborah. They were all over there doing the cleanup. Couldn't get a dumpster. Uh, and they're uh-huh. like, we don't know what we're going to do. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. I will take all the st- – because they were jack- going to jackhammer it up into pieces. I said, I'll take it oh. all. And they're like, the whole driveway? And I'm like, yep. And so the guys piled in a big pile, and I took a, a wheelbarrow at a time. It took me a week and a half. Um, to move it all into another big pile in our backyard against the fence back there. And, um, yeah, we have still all the garden beds and flower. We have flower beds for days now. Um, it's well, all- that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've worked uh, as a landscape design artist, and I had my own little construction company for about 15, 20 years altogether. Wow. And uh, in Ohio, and, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was it was so you, making art in the ground. Oh, absolutely! People pay big money for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that, they my did. My neighbors, <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, and they, yeah, the ones yeah. who gave all that rock away, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Yeah. But, um, so you're, as I understand it, your uh, your people, uh, Oklahoma originally, right? Tahlequah area. Um, after the, uh, Weber, the movement. Weber Falls, mostly, yes. Well, Weber Falls, okay, okay. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. I know it well. Um, and then you yeah. moved over to Ohio, right? My grandfather moved to, to Winter Haven, Florida in uh, oh, okay. around 20, 20, 2030, I, 1930, I believe, early gotcha. 30s. And um, went to work in... Uh, you know, as, as basically a, a migrant worker, picking crops right, right. and stuff. And um, he, from there, after he met my grandmother, uh, they moved to Ohio, and that's See, where the family, you know, grew up it's there. Always and a girl. It, you know, uh, yes. And they were very young, by the way. Uh, I think my grandma was like 15, and he was 18. So they wow. were, you know, young, which was nothing to speak of too much back then. It was just kind of normal. Right, but, right. Uh, Different world. Today. Yes. No. And, uh, no. My, my, uh, I know 35-year-olds that I look at and go, yeah. that person needs yeah. to grow up a little bit. No. <laughs> a little bit. Well, they, they suffered oh. a lot of uh, discrimination as well um, mm. in Ohio and here as, as well as they we're probably a little more insulated with that in Weber Falls and Tahlequah um, from, mm. you know, the cruelty of, of mankind. And oh, so yeah. I didn't even I know remember I the was story. Cherokee. Yeah, I didn't even know I was Cherokee until I was about 12, 13 years old. And oh, then it was gosh. all I could do. I, I, I had been collecting wolves and swan stuff all these years. You know, I was just so attracted to those. And then it ended up I was part of the Wolf Clan. So that made sense. Ah. And Nancy Ward, you know, had the swan wings that, you know, that she was bestowed with when she became beloved woman back long, 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 long time ago. And um, Gageyu. And so, you know, it's funny how I think your DNA just knows things. And um, I understood plants, animals. Animals are just my their second nature to me they all animals have loved me even wild animals and stuff you know i've been approached and touched by have you uh and the neatest thing i probably ever had happen to me was i was working in a garden and i had a um a hummingbird come up and um 
and thought thought my shirt was flowers and right where like your chest area is. <laughs> I had wow. a bird try to get the nectar out of my fake flowers. It's like, whoa, wait a minute here. But um, <laughs> you know, it you know, nature just always called to me. It always has and you know, I loved I worked in, in, in the industry a man industry most of my life. Landscaping, gas and oil construction and um I just never really had a, a real big yearning to be indoors. I was an outdoor person and loved being outdoors. And I think that, you know, leads back to our ancestry and, you know, we're creative. We had to use our minds and be very creative, you know, to uh, get results. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Um, well, you know, and I want to let people know, that's what the book the woman of many names is about Nancy Ward. Um, very, yeah. I, it's one of the most famous people you've never heard of type deal. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And it, she's not taught uh, a lot um, no. that in, uh, in traditional schooling and whatnot. Right. Um, in the history book, you're not going to find her. Yeah. A paragraph. It's a footnote. And it's yep. such an amazing life. Um, and, Unfortunately, that's, you know, that's the case. And it, it just sucks. It just sucks, folks. Um, it does. And the cool Dean, thing is, um, you, you wrote a book about her. So that's swinging the pendulum a little bit, you know, laying down some knowledge trying. on folks. Um, do you know Becky Hobbs, the singer, country singer? I've heard of her. I don't know her personally, but I've heard of her. Well, she's my cousin. And uh, oh, okay. she wrote a a musical called Nanihi, the story of Nancy Ward, and um, it is going to be in Tahlequah at the Hard Rock in October, I think, 21st that weekend. And um, we actually nice. started writing. Uh, she started writing her music, and I started writing my book within six months, maybe a year max of each other, and never wow. knew each other at all. And I was at a meeting at the Descendants of Nancy Ward out in uh, Tulsa, and uh, mm-hmm. David Hampton, who is a uh, historian for the Cherokee Nation, he does a lot of the ancestry work, and um, he says, oh, my gosh, you've got to meet Becky, and she is so cool, and she is so dear, and you both have, you're working on the same project, essentially. So what That's was cool. it was... Oh, it was crazy. That, so it's been, that's awesome. It's been a few years now. But we're trying to bring, you know, more and more um, people to know of Nancy and her story and what she meant to us as a people and what she really meant to the whole United States of America that was to be. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. If, if it hadn't been for Nancy, I don't think things would have gone maybe as well as they did for George Washington. Um he was, um, you know, traversing our lands and through different uh, treaties that she was able to negotiate, George Washington was able to traverse those lands, you know, much, much more smoothly and not be attacked, in other words. So I believe right. she saved his life, and I believe he saved hers when that, um, I think it was in Sevierville where they had captured, or where they had invited all these chiefs, these 13 chiefs to come, or it was at 15, mm. to come and negotiate uh, back in the, um, you know, 17, uh, I think it was the 1740s. And 13 of those chiefs ended up getting killed. Now, what a lot of people don't know is Nancy Ward was there to be in that meeting, was held prisoner because they captured us all up and said, oh, y'all aren't going anywhere, and, um, and as well as Oconestowa was with her. Now, the little carpenter right. out of Kula Kula, he was out and about, and um, Thomas Jefferson is who helped get my grandmother and Oconestoa out of there. I believe he knew or had a suspicion what was going to happen there. He got my grandmother and my uncle out of there, and um, not too long after they were released, they slaughtered those 13 uh, chiefs. So um, yeah, it's- killed them. It's, it's horrible. It's it is what it is. We can't change it, you know. But it right. was destiny. It was destiny. She was meant to live, and she was meant to help this burgeoning country, you know, develop, whether it's right or wrong. You know, it is what it is, and we can't go back and change history. I am not a person, you know, oh, you're a colonialist. No, but it's what happened, okay? It's what happened. You know, right. if we hide from it, how can you hide from history? You know, we can't go back and change it. So I believe that Nancy Ward, Nanyihi, which would be her one of her Native American names, woman of many names, she went by many titles, Gagayu, Beloved Woman, Nancy Ward. Oh, they all did. Granny Ward. You know, I mean, they all did. That's You were known by your name who you were. You know, the raven wasn't just the raven. That was an appointed, like, honor to be right. the raven of a town. And people don't understand that. So then you would go by your title would become your name, you know, uh, uh, who you were. And uh, Nancy Ward was an amazing woman that that had a beautiful story. I mean, she was smart enough to sell to, uh, Kentucky. I mean, truly, mm. who does that? My grandmother, my grandmother sold Kentucky to Daniel Boone and the Transylvania Company and got money for it. They knew they couldn't hold it. They knew we were going to lose those lands. So, Instead of just losing them, she sold them. What a brilliant move. Um, And became fast friends with Daniel Boone. My grandmother and his wife and daughter are the only females that I can really think of that he really spoke of in any of his, um, you know, autobiographies and stuff. So 
she meant something to him. He meant a lot to her. Um, our families, you know, have a have an interesting intertwining, and um, but it's beautiful. I mean, did, did we want to become stay English, you know, territory? Oh no! Oh, we wanted to be French. Oh no, we wanted to be Spanish. No, we wanted to be free. Is what we wanted, right. and I think Absolutely. had you know that the, it had to happen the way it did. It's called destiny, and she was. Preordained, she was her 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 birth was actually prophesied in in our tribe. There would be a child, a girl child, born out of the wolf clan that would rise to lead her people to greatness. And you know, she fought one of our biggest battles. She led it. It was by accident. You know, her husband got killed while leading it, basically. Uh, Kingfisher, her first husband, my my seventh great grandfather was Kingfisher, not Bryant Ward. So I'm a little more mm. probably native than. A lot of the Nancy Ward descendants, but um, you know, what an amazing woman to have gotten up. She was minimum, probably right around three months pregnant during the Battle of Taliwa, and uh, her right. husband was killed. She was injured, and um, he picked up his his war war lance and uh, yelled the battle cry. And they were in retreat. They were in full retreat. And uh, the warrior saw her go, what I like to call butt-ass crazy, and going after the people that killed her husband. And um, she fought valiantly in that war, and they won that little war. And unbeknownst to a lot of people, Bryant Ward was watching that battle take place on a hill not too far away from there. So, um, you know, you know, how do you and, – and then her – her aunt Conestell ends up marrying Lucy Ward, which was Bryant Ward's cousin, whom he met in England when he went on the Fox to see King George II and take the crown of tenacity with him when he went. So, you know, if this was like preordained, and it's so cool when you can sit back and go, oh, if this hadn't happened, that couldn't happen. So it's, you know, her story is it's beautiful. She deserves to be talked about. I, I keep praying. One of these days, the right person's going to read my book, see my book, hear one of these interviews, and they're going to go, yeah, how about a real-life heroine? How about one of those? Not one, a fictitious one made up and, and, and Disney is all over. You know, what's what's up with that? You know, Pocahontas, right. she's a neat chick, beautiful woman, you know, and, 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 and led, you know, different things and did different things. You know, and Nancy Ward deserves to be right up there in that recognizable uh, um, name names of, of Native Americans that were special and that, that had a purpose in this life and fulfilled what I believe she was meant to for the history of, of, of what would become America. And, you know, oh, it's where we live. It's the, it's the land we love. We love this land. I don't if, and if you don't, you should go. You should just leave. If you well, don't love this, and the you thing, leave. the thing is, is you know, I think that a lot of people um, with with any minority history is, you know, one of the things the disconnects that happens is, is we are taught we're indoctrinated from a very young age. Um, typical European history. I'm not saying that's bad, or uh, that, that that knowing about that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is, everybody has history. Every group has history, and um, you, you know it, 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 it. You're right. People should absolutely know about it. Um, yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's so cool. Set up for and, you know, and, and, and you know you to succeed. From. Yes, <laughs> exactly. we, we weren't. Well, we weren't. Exactly we weren't just hanging succeed. out. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, we were just doing what we, we were supposed to. The Creator put yeah. us here to care for this land. And we tried to care for that land, and we did for as long as we could. Then they didn't like it, so they sent us away, What those of our family that survived. I mean, praise the Lord that we had survivors, or there would be no us. Right, right. There'd be no well, us. absolutely. And, well, and, and um, I will say, we come from out of a lot of the, uh, damage, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, will, I will, would like to add, too, that, you know, one of the cool things 
that our uh, the Cherokee Nation does is it, it really puts its money where its mouth is um, as much as it can yeah. uh, as far as history. You know, they, they've got a fantastic center there in Tahlequah. Um, you know, it was yeah. so funny. I, I, I posted a thing the other day on uh, social media about the freedmen, and everybody's like, yeah. those people are black, we're, you know, they're African-American. What, what you... descendants. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's like, what is that about? And I'm like, yeah. well, it ain't a, the, the, the shining star in our history, but we don't shy away from it. Yes, Cherokee Nation owned slaves. Uh, it was, that was part of the gig okay. back then. Um, you, know, you know what I got to say about that? Now, think about this for a second. We were in a hostile land. It was hostile to those folks. It was hostile to us. You know, I believe we embraced those black people and brought them oh, in yeah. to live with us as human beings. Once you were deemed a slave, darling, you were a slave. It didn't matter. It, right. it didn't. It, it didn't matter if you were living free in our village. You were still considered a slave by the folks around us. Now, who says that? The folks around us. We love right. black people. You you can't hardly find anything well, anywhere else. I mean, if you were sad, you were sad, right, no matter what your color was. But, but the point I was making is is that. You know, that part of history is acknowledged. And, um, you know, you just can't shy away from stuff like that. You know, when you're teaching, you know, when when you're teaching the young ones, here's what what went down. You can't just focus on all the, you know. No, you have to be honest about what happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the cool thing is, though, you know, is is a member, uh, you know, as one of the tribe, you're, you're continuing that tradition. Uh, my, I tip of my tip my hat to you, or turban, as the case may be. Um, God love I'm you. Kidding there. There are certain people that will get that joke, and a whole lot who won't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some pretty yeah, ones out um, there. Let me tell you now, some beautiful I'm hunting jackets. Oh my word! Uh, I bought a hunting I'm jacket the last time I was out there. Oh, lovely. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, you know we actually yeah we're probably gosh we're probably going out this uh, uh, this fall I imagine that was the plan you know we've been meaning this is one of those for the uh, national holiday it's one of those things me and my wife been wanting to do for the last couple of years and I don't know the you know the world had to have the pandemic and everybody's messing our with our plans um and you know no I'm I'm kidding folks we'll go for the play on the. October twenty first, Nanyi at the at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe at the Hard Rock. In Tulsa. Yeah, and it's not as I'm hot then either. <laughs> no, and it's nice. It's yeah. nice and air conditioned inside those. Uh, yeah, those I want to miss that too. Yeah, yeah you know. go to the ice bar. Heck yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it's, 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 I, I love it out there. I truly do. My heart belongs in Tennessee. My body belongs in Tennessee. When I die, I am going to Tennessee. Um, I just, nice. I know, my soul just sings to a different vibration the second I hit the border. <laughs> just well, instant, you know. the instant. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, yeah. it's cool. Now, your book, like I said, this is a great book for anybody who's into American history, um, into Native American history, Cherokee history. Definitely pick this up, or if you just want to, you know. Women's uh, cool women in history. Nancy Ward was a cool woman. You know, this is yeah. this is a book you're going to want to get. Now we have links up on our show page um, to the Facebook page, Women of Many Names, and also a direct link to the Amazon. Is Amazon the the best way to pick the book up? I think it probably is right up there. You can uh, just Google Woman of Many Names, and it'll take you straight to the publisher as well. And they'll ship nice. you one out. Um, yeah. Nice. Now, let me yep. ask you this yep. real quick. Um, writing a book, because I know a lot of our listeners, they're like, hey, I want to be cool like Deborah. I want to be cool, yeah. man. I want to put, I want to have a book, um, you know, about something. I, I don't know what about, but, um, you know, they, they want to do what you're doing. How difficult is the process? You've been through this. You have the book out. How yeah. hard was it? It's actually pretty difficult. I mean, it's not easy breezy, if that's what you're asking. Um, I got you. You know, you got to do some research. 
Um, I went ahead. I didn't. I didn't trust anybody to put that book out there the way I wanted it to be. I had a chance nice. to sell it a couple times. Very smart. And right. I, um, my uh, my shaman looked at me and said, "Don't you dare! You self-publish. They will change your words. They'll change your words, Deborah." And I said, oh, well, we can't have that. And he goes, no, ma'am, we cannot have that. So uh, Green Eyes said, you know, self-publish. So I, I went around that route. Yes, it costs a little bit of money. But, and, and we'll, you know, and if I ever make that money back, that's great. And if I don't, this is kind of a love project for me. It's the way it ended up being. It didn't start out to be a book. I was just writing down family stories so that the, my nieces and grandnieces and nephews would have those stories that they wouldn't mm. die with me. And because um, I think that, um, that that has a way of happening. You know, we were oral tradition people, um, more so than the written word. I mean, it was safer. And we did pass many stories down that way that have never hit the print, that can't be proven uh, by the Smithsonian Institute to be false or true. And um, because we didn't do our history that way. And, you know, think about it. Really, did George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin want to brag that they knew an Indian woman that was a leader? Right. No. No, they didn't. They they didn't, like, uh, they didn't really appreciate women in in that form, in that respect. But Nancy was critical, and they did use her for knowledge and for help. So, um, and we know they did. It, it is in history what she did. So, you know, dragging canoe. Oh, well, Nancy Ward was a traitor. Oh, well, no, she wasn't a traitor. I'm going to tell well, I'm guaranteeing you right now, if Nancy Ward was a traitor, dragging canoe would have killed her. He'd have killed her dad. So well, and the thing is, is chief. I believe they'd have killed her. You know, it, perspective, perspective, Way different. I can watch the first, and ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what I mean. I can watch the first 15 minutes of the movie Saving Private Ryan, as horrendous and horrible as that is. And I'll tell you, it's terrible from an American point of view. Now, here's the challenge. Here's the thought experiment. Imagine that same movie from a German point of view. Here these people are. They're invading. They're landing on your beach. You know, I mean, you're doing what you can do. You know, and I'm not saying, and I'm not getting into ideology and no, folks, you're not, mm-hmm. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not into any of that. What I'm saying right. is looking at history, uh, the lens of perspective, usually if you, if you can find, if you can see both of those and you find the middle, that's usually where the truth is. Just like a kid's arguing, exactly. you know, it's, it's usually would agree right there in the center. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, but, but the reality is, is we weren't there, you know, and, and we... No, we weren't. But the, you know, you, but the thing you is... You do what you got to do. Somebody's got a gun at your head, and he's French. Absolutely. I'm going to do what that French guy said, okay? Just saying. Well, and, you know, and it's it's very... People throw that word around, traitor, and it, it, I always bristle a little bit in a yeah, historical setting, uh, you know, because even somebody that we can that. all agree, which is right. interesting to me, you can take a Benedict Arnold and say, wow, that guy was an asshole. You know, I, I, I saw the movie. I, I read the yeah. book. <laughs> well, you read a book that was written by somebody and, and watched a movie that was made by somebody with a yeah. point of view. Correct. Doesn't mean that's history. You know, I watched a lot of movies. Unless you're talking about Star Wars and the Empire. You know, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> folks. What I'm saying is... Um, I'm joking, but no, you have to remember, and that's the same thing, um, you know, you had mentioned earlier uh, about Nancy, or uh, your grandparents, actually, uh, forgive me, uh, your grandparents moving and, and hooking, you know, getting married when they were young and all this and that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if by today's standards, outrageous, 15, you know, what, what is that? That's crazy, you know, yeah. but you know what, in 1925 or whenever it was, yeah. Yes. About 80% of the marriages were probably about that age, you know? Because here's the other thing. Right. So correct. Yep. You know, and, and back then, what was the average life expectancy? You know, you'd work yourself to death by 45. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, you had. Yeah, you had to start early. 20, 
Yeah, absolutely. You weren't moving back in with mom to go get your communications degree at 35. You know, I mean, it wasn't happening. It was a different time. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com, as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. And, you know, yeah, you know, and, it, so it, and I'm glad it's you crazy. Didn't live there. <laughs> no, me too. Oh, way too much. I like I can't even way too much. <laughs> Me too. I think about that every time I have to go out in July and mow the grass, even if my backyard path of it, just imagine, imagine back in the, and it's, it's, I always kind of laugh because people always talk about, people always bring up native stuff to to me. I'm sure they do to you too. And uh, they're like, well, you know, the Seminoles, a lot of, a lot of people always give this 
latest chestnut out. The Seminoles were the only tribe that wasn't actually defeated. And I'm like, you know why? Go outside <laughs> with no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to be here. <laughs> no. Nobody were going into those swamps, don't you know? No. And I don't blame them. <laughs> and no. Exactly. Panthers, yeah. gators. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Bears. No. No. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but it's 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 cool. And, and I don't want to get far afield, but it's very cool, folks. This is a cool book, and I always suggest I tell, and I'm a painter, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Buying art is risky as a gift. When you buy art for somebody as a gift, you don't know if they're going to yeah. like it. You may think they're going to like it. You, you may like, they may hate it. You know, I mean. Art should be uh, bought uh, by the person who's putting it on their wall, in my opinion. Um, however, the same can't be said with a book. I love books. And I've been yeah. gifted books by people um, th- that I didn't really care about the book. But you know what? I like the fact that I read the book and know that and was able to come to that decision. <laughs> you know? Right. I like to read. Um, and I love the cover yes. of my book. I love my cover. Oh yeah, I wanted to yeah. mention what a fantastic painting. Um, that is yes. that is awesome. Who did that? Uh, Don Fisher from St. Petersburg, nice. St. Pete Beach area. Um, oh, I had yeah. I had commissioned actually two other artists before her, and what I got I couldn't use. I just I went no 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 that's not it it's not it, and I paid good money for those pictures too. And I met oh, this yeah. woman by basically by accident. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I am so glad you said that. Oh man! It's, when people, it's amazing. Here's a little. This woman would not tip. take a red cent. She was so excited oh, to do a book cover. She says, "Oh, I don't want anything." And I went, "No, I got to oh, pay you." She goes, "Oh no, you don't got to pay me." And uh, um, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done because I I normally will not allow anybody to do stuff like that for me and not. Well, that's a native thing, yeah. You don't want to be old. Yeah, it, it is. That's our way. It's our heart. You right. know, you got to give them something. But, oh, my goodness, I just loved her so much. And, I actually, she's staying with me right now. So I'm really excited to nice. have her here for, well, for this see, there time. You go. And, uh, yep. An artist in residence. We became friends. Nice. Yes. Yeah. We became wonderful nice. friends, yeah. Well, she's fantastic, and that painting is fantastic. And, uh, Thank you. And I'll tell anybody listening, if you want a nice little, like, either if you're in Florida and you want a good little weekend um, getaway, you know, the vacay um, that doesn't involve uh, Mickey Mouse, um, head over to St. Pete. St. Pete's fantastic, man. You can just drive oh, around man. and have a good time over there. Oh, it is. St. Uh, Pete Beach. I lived on Pasadena. Pasadena. Oh, okay. Oh, my word. Oh, it's magic there. There's not, no place like it in the world. That tip of that island, just there. that was the last Native American holdout on the East Coast. Did you know that? There was five representatives no of five tribes in Grill when they finally uh, captured it. And mm. um, Cherokee, Seminole, um, um, and, and, and three other uh, representatives, the other, three other tribes. And I can't think of right. what they are right now. Dog on it, but um, uh, you know, um, it's it's heaven. Well, that it area, truly is. It's like heaven. I'm telling you, I, and my wife's the one uh, who's probably more in tune with this type of statement. Um, you know, she owns a crystal shop and all this. She's into all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm telling you, man, we got so many crystals in our house. I feel like Superman at the Fortress of Solitude. Sometimes there's crystals <laughs> everywhere. But, um, no, what I was going to say is there are certain city or town cities, certain areas of the country that I've been to personally that I don't know if they're on a ley line or they're just, you get that tingly kind of magic vibe yeah. when you're there. You know, Athens, Georgia yeah. is one of them. Austin, Texas, Portland, Oregon. Absolutely. I love Athens. And, and your Savannah is another one. Um, and, yes. and yeah, St. Pete, that whole area Sedona, there. Sedona, Arizona is crazy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my absolutely. Lord. I got stuck in the vortex out there. I had to go back to get unstuck. See? I was they, they got you coming and going. Stuff. Oh, yeah, I had to go back. I, 
I've, I'd only been gone a week and nothing was right. My, it was like mm. my whole vibration was off. And, and I looked at my friend. I said, I think I got to go back to Sedona because I got something happened to me when I was in Sedona. So I did. I went back and I wore all my hematite and I got out of it. Whatever it was, it, it, it righted itself and I was so happy to be righted because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling right. But yeah, past the grill is one of those places. It's it is. It's a whole thing. It is. Yeah, it's it just you and you pick it up and whether folks, I'm telling you, I am probably the least. I'm not a good salesman for my wife's crystal shop, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm just not. It ain't my thing. Not putting it down. Not throwing shade, as the kids I say. Understand. I'm just saying. I understand. It just ain't. You know, it ain't my deal. But um, you know, I, I said the same thing when her folks asked me if I wanted to go to church with them. You know, Catholic church. I'm like, yeah. I will support you, but it ain't my thing. I got I got things uh-huh. to do. Um, but uh, you know, you know how you get people like that between you and me. There, and, there uh, is energy in in those rocks and crystals. You may not what get you, it, but you're surrounded by it, so you don't have to. Okay, you're, oh, yeah, you're covered, absolutely. right? Absolutely, <laughs> he covered you. If somebody Darling. if somebody wants you to do a religious thing, folks, this is my little trick that I found. Is say, you know. I, I totally cool that you uh, you do this or you want to do this, but my creator talks directly to me. I don't need a middleman, you know. And they can never say anything different. No, <laughs> they, and you know that sure. is very true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, creator. It's crazy. But no, yeah. I am I am old enough, Deborah. I will tell you this, as far as uh, crystals and and I would even go so far as spooks and spirits in the in the night. I am old enough and wise enough to know there's a lot in the world that I don't know, <laughs> and I absolutely right. could be wrong on things. That's that's oh, right. Man. Yep, I, yep. It, it gets to be pretty interesting. I, I agree with that. I, because writing the book uh, "Woman of Many Names" was one awesome experience that I can't even hardly explain. I, I, I started another book called Finding Nanyi that I went through a lot of the things that happened to me on that journey and a lot of the, mm. uh, like I, I went to the blue hole and I, I'm coming up out of there with this water to send to my friend who'd had a heart attack and because uh, he believed that it was powerful water and right. um, that it would had healing properties to it. So I'm coming up out of there, and I've got these three jugs, and I'm trugging up that hill, and I get almost to my car, and I hear as plain as day as somebody's standing right beside me, drink the water. Mm. I stopped and turned around, and I went, oh, what just happened? What was that? So I trudge off some more, and I hear it again, drink the water. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> What is going on here? I said, all right, I'm going to drink the water. But I'm going to tell you, if this water makes me sick, I'm going to be really mad at you, whoever you are. (laughs) And let me, I want to tell you, my girlfriend, she comes walking up, you know, probably about 20 minutes later. She goes, who are you talking to up here? I said, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure who I was talking to up here. I said, but I drank the water. And she went, you did, you drank that water? And I said, I did. I drank the water. She goes, how much of it? I said, I bet I chugged a half a gallon. She goes, oh, no, you didn't either. And then all of a sudden she stops mid-sentence. She goes, oh, Deborah, you've been healed. I said, what do you mean I've been oh. healed? She goes, your irritable bowel, it's been healed. I said, no. She goes, I'm telling you, Deborah, you've been healed. I said, well, we're going to go eat there right now and find out. I ate pizza. I ate salad. I ate spaghetti. And I hadn't ate those things in 20-some years. Wow. I hadn't been able to eat a salad for over 20 years. And from that day forward, I've been able to eat lettuce again. My irritable bowel went away. And I know that the Lord healed me that day. He healed me. Creator healed me that day. I've been eating pretty much whatever I want since. A few things I've eaten. But what an amazing thing. And that's nothing. That's the mildest of the things that happened to me while I was gathering uh, information. I went to live in Benton 
for probably probably six weeks altogether at, you know, different times and, uh, you know, a week or two at a time. And I met the neatest people and just things happened, just one thing after the next. It was like God was preparing me for what it was that I was going to have to do. And I needed to get better. I needed to feel better. I needed to be emotionally better than what I had been. I just come out of a traumatic marriage. I was stalked by my husband's mm. uh, girlfriend. She threatened to kill me. I had to live with armed bodyguards for three months to guard me, to guard my home. She was threatening to kill me, to burn down the house, and I believed her. I'm telling you, and everybody that knew her believed her. I had it written evidence. She, she was stupid well, enough to you, write it down. There are crazy people you. out there. <laughs> there are crazy yes, people out sir. there. Oh, oh my man. word, let me tell you. Um, and yep. I believe that God saved me. Uh, many times I've, I've been dead twice, fully dead twice, almost dead two more times. And I know that God saved me to do this work that I've been doing these last few years. I know he did. There's no other reason that I should be alive. I was full-blown electrocuted. I should never have survived that day. I never should have survived that electrocution. And I just know that this project was part of the reason that he saved me. I've, I've done some other things in my life, but I know this had to be because I'm in the Library of Congress now. I mean, who can say how many people alive can say I'm in the Library of Congress? And, you know, my book, there's a copy of it there, and it'll be there unless they level our land. It'll be there for a long time coming. So well, that's fantastic. magical. My brother is now a best-selling ebook uh, author. There is only nice. 11, 11 uh, sibling t- um, writers that have ever been published in history. So we are now number 11 of siblings that are published and um nice. i'm very proud of of, of where well, that's awesome. as, you know, i'm basically you know second generation off the reservation you know my grand my father's parents were sharecroppers so right. i'm one generation from sharecroppers and one generation off the reservation and um you know god had a purpose for me he had a purpose for our family he has a purpose for you and and what you're doing and your nativeness and how creative and beautiful a spirit that you have, you know, we were meant to be. Well, here. don't tell, don't tell too many people, Deborah. You ruined my rest. <laughs> Teasing. What? Hey, Deborah, I've had so much fun today. My little lights blinking at me, so we better wrap oh. it up. Um, well, I want to mention. This has been a great. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. I want to mention again, folks, uh, we have a link up. Uh, if you go to Facebook, Woman of Many Names, uh, there's a Facebook page there and everything. I suggest you, uh, you know, like and share it. And also we have a direct link to Amazon. And as Deborah mentioned before, just pop in, uh, you know, Nancy Ward or Woman of Many Names and Google and boom, it comes right up. It comes right up. It's amazing. It's amazing. And Thank um, you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. You know, uh, we're going to convert this podcast or this episode, this live episode into a podcast. And um, we're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on like 700 of them, folks. And that's because of you guys. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember that well, when I first doing this. Oh, man, I, you know, I'd be like, oh, we got 13 listeners this episode. And that was a big deal. I was excited. And sure. now it's just crazy. We're at, this is episode, I don't even know what it is, 1,300 and something, you know. It's, uh, Congrats. it's crazy. Oh, Jamie, that's wonderful. That's a, that's a lot of talking. Um, anyhow, anyhow, folks, we will see you next time. And um, we're going to have some new shows next week, I promise you. Um Matter of fact, I've just uh, just signed off on them and whatnot, and we're going to be posting those. You can always find out what's coming up if you go to my website, poprocksradio.us is the uh, the podcast page there. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, Deborah S. Yates, everybody, author extraordinaire, woman of many names.
pick up a copy, man. This is the coolest yeah. gift you can give somebody. You know, I'm telling you. And Mother's Day is right around the corner. What a yeah. cool gift. You know, Father's Day too. Very cool. We will see you next time, everybody. Thanks, Deborah, so much. You're cool. Thank you, Jamie. Absolutely. See you next time, everybody. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.